Our scripture reading tonight is from the Gospel of John, chapter 10. Jesus said, Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They do not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they didn't understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. The gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Early in March, a couple Sundays before the stay-at-home orders began, a dad and his little girl came up to me after church, and she had tears rolling down her face. They were searching for something, and they couldn't find it. They had retraced all their steps, and they'd gone back to the place where they were sitting in church, and it was not there. They needed to give up the search. It was time to head home. And so they carefully described what they were looking for. It was a toy, and it had a compass and a magnifying glass. It was blue, and it was really special. I told them that we would look for it, and if we found it, we would let them know right away. I think it was helpful for this sweet little girl to know that others would continue the search where she had to leave off. And of course, we have good finders here at Mount Olivet. One of them is named Bob, who comes after church on Sundays to vacuum crumbs and take out the garbage and get things set up for the week ahead. So I described to Bob what was lost, and with no time, it was found. And so I texted this update that it was found and heard later that the news was met with relief and a cartwheel. <laughs> There is something about being found. There's a little verse in chapter 9 of John's Gospel, and it says, Jesus heard that they had driven him out, and he found him. Jesus had miraculously healed a man who was born blind, and the community around him spins out of control about this healing. And not knowing what to do with this newly healed man, they just cast him out of the city. And then Jesus finds him. 
And the story that we hear today flows immediately after that healing and the finding of the man. And Jesus speaks in metaphors here. We're sheep, he's the good shepherd, there are thieves and bandits, and there's a gate. It's all really confusing. But there's one verse, though. It's verse 9. Jesus says, I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. And as much comfort as I find in this verse, it can also sound exclusionary. Like the only way to be saved is to enter this gate in the proper way. And honestly, right now, I'm not sure I can follow one more direction to make sure I do anything correctly. Everywhere we go, there's ideas and best practices for being productive, becoming efficient and effective in homeschooling, finding the next wave of innovations to do our jobs more effectively during this time. Week after week, we try to hold it all together, and we totter between achievement, fear, confinement, and breakdown. And these ideas and opinions begin to sound like demands that we must follow in order to survive a pandemic properly. And instead of improving, we find ourselves waking up with heavy hearts, having our moods follow the weather, and feeling like we're just on repeat day after day. And maybe lately you've been feeling this way too. My stamina was so much lower over this last week. The motivation to continue to create new ways of connecting just waned. One of the most difficult experiences right now is that we can't show up in the way we want to. For many, our jobs and our identities are shaped by doing things while being physically present, and all of that has changed. We feel lost in a place that we used to know so well. And then we have to trust in others who can be there in ways that we cannot. And in matters of faith, We have to trust that God is already there when we cannot be. And that God is connecting and healing and finding people exactly where they are. Jesus says, I am the gate. Another way you can say that is door. This is the same word that was used a couple weeks ago when the disciples were locked in a room together in fear. Jesus just appears in that story. No door has to be opened because Jesus is the door. He just appears. And he appears when the disciples were at their worst, crispy, depleted, not being able to figure things out or to come up with a fresh plan. It was there like that that Jesus found them. Simply hear this today. Jesus finds you right where you are, right as you are. If you're feeling detached from yourself or lost in these new routines of this time, 
You don't have to go pretty yourself up or come up with a clever way to do your work or to teach your kids. You are found just as you are. Jesus says today, I am the gate and you are held safe. We dream of those greener pastures, don't we? When this will all be behind us and we can go back or at least be free to whatever normal will be for us, where we can have more freedom and more space. We think being saved means taking us away from what we're experiencing, getting past it all. But you know what? The abundant life that Jesus mentions at the end of this story is already here. It's found in life and in death, in health, in sickness, in productivity, and in barrenness. Being saved is simply the promise that Jesus finds you. Bumped and bruised, living in disappointment and shattered hope, Jesus finds you as you go in and out trying to find those lush pastures. And Jesus then calls you, just as you are, to be a part of finding people in this world. Not to scrub them up or to give them a plan to get on with a better life, but to find them just as they are and then to look for creative ways for abundant life right now in the midst of really different, difficult times. As you may know, our Muslim neighbors are in the midst of Ramadan, their most holy time of year. It's like Lent for us as Christians. It's a time of prayer, of fasting, of doing good deeds, and of spiritual reflection. And these holy days, mosques and communities of people are essential for connection, just knowing that others are praying and fasting with you, and then coming together after the long days of fasting to eat in celebration. But this essential support through people and communities has vanished now with social distancing. And so the community decided to speak into this isolation. Mayor Jacob Fry waived a city noise ordinance for this holy month and is allowing Adan or the Muslim call to prayer to be broadcast five times a day. Pastor Jane Buckley-Farley, pastor at Trinity Congregation, a good friend of Mount Olivet's and a partner. It's in the Cedar Riverhood neighborhood that has the largest concentration of Somalis outside of Somalia. And Jane attended the first Adan a few days ago, and she wrote this in her recent blog. I could only imagine what it was like for the people to gather to hear this first Adan. For some, this was the first time in decades they were able to hear Adan outside since they had left their home in Somalia. It is hoped that after hearing Adan, that it will relieve some of the loneliness and they will, that is even more profound during this month when their gathering should be taking place. It's hopeful that this will make social distancing easier to maintain. 
One thing I know, Pastor Jane writes, I'll be going back to the neighborhood from my makeshift office at home to hear a dawn more than once in the days to come. I'll be going to hear, along with my Muslim brothers and sisters, a reminder of God's greatness and bigness, a reminder that we are all created by God, that we are all in this, all of this life together. You see in that public call of prayer, our Muslim neighbors were found, found by God and connected to each other in their prayer so that they can, in their coming and going of isolation, know of this protection and love in the midst of what they are experiencing. For us as Christians, it is baptism that speaks this promise. God finds us right where we are at that font and claims us and saves us. God says, I am with you even when you cannot find the way. I'm the door. And then in that relationship calls us uniquely to extend this promise of presence and protection to all the places and the people of this world. So tonight, just be where you are, who you are. God finds you. You are held and you are saved. Amen.